This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. No question. Oh, by the way, something just happened I got to tell you guys about. Because, you know, I started that Minnesota fat loss program about uh, a week ago, right? So I haven't eaten anything yet today. And I was sitting here, my stomach just growled, and Brittany was crying. Like, what the hell I was know. that? I was like, I was like, <laughs> it was I, I was like, what? <laughs> I go, we're getting some weird feedback from Judd. I was like, <laughs> don't blame me. I, I thought was, it was construction in the other room. That was wild. Oh, my stomach did growl, baby, so I probably oh, should grab baby. a little lunch uh, later. <laughs> That's hilarious. You looked around like, what the hell? I know. Was I, that? It's always like, I look right to Rudy. I'm always like, are you on that? You got that? Did I? Is that in my head? I always worry. Sorry about that. Oh, you're fine. How loud funny. was it? Oh, it, it was loud. It was. I mean, it was audible. It was rumble, it rumble. Was, yeah. Oh, boy. I'll have to grab, uh, I don't know, I'll grab a blueberry before I come in. Oh, a blue. You're so dramatic. <laughs> I heard, a blueberry. Um, you'll have to tell us about the, the diet later, but yeah. Well, um, it's working for me. I mean, we, we just, well, I kind of followed Judd's lead because, you know, Judd was on one last year, and I've heard him talk about that. That's yeah, good. I, yeah, I, yeah, that's a good one. And then uh, there's a couple, Rocco from my talk, he's on the same one you are, and he yeah. loves it. So That's what I hear. Yeah. yeah. Every time I hear the name Rocco, I think of my buddy Rocco. I know. Well, actually, I've known two Roccos in my life. It's just I love that name. I was just going to say, love it's it. such a good... And then, hey, Rocco from my talk named his kiddo Bruno. And oh, Rocco and Bruno. There I, you go. It's such a good name. Sounds like a street gang. I know. And they're <laughs> such cute boys. Like, you know what I mean? They're such fun people. So it's just... Yeah, those are, they're, Rock was one of my favorite. What are you going people. to with Thor if he has another kid? Uh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what, what's the, the next one then? I think they decided they can't beat that, so they're just not going to. They're that's just going to stick with one. <laughs> stick just, with okay. just Bruno. <laughs> they're sticking to one kid because that's it. Yeah, perfect. Can't top the names. Yeah. I think it's a great call. I really do. What the hell? Rocco, Bruno, works for me. I've got none, so I'm not, I, I am not here to judge. Do you have a kid name then, Jed, that you would would have done if if you had a boy or a girl, or did you ever think about those? Oh yeah, we uh, so so the, we met in '89. Mm-hmm. Shortly thereafter, I think around '92, Camden Yards in Baltimore oh, opened. Oh good. Mm-hmm. I always thought Camden for a boy would be a great name. That is a yeah. great name. I might steal that. So watch out if I ever Cam Newton get it's knocked all yours. up again. All right, perfect. Is Cam Newton? I'm out. Name so Camden? it's all yours. Do you know? The Cam Cam Newton is his name really Camden? Uh Cameron, right? Oh, it's Cameron. Okay, he's okay. Cameron. Okay, but Camden, yeah, I I thought Camden's a great name. It's a really solid la- name, and I think it's pretty timeless. <laughs> I think so. I would agree with that. You know, some of those names though, back I honest to God, <laughs> looking back a, a couple of generations ago, some of the names that I had get you know, my mother's German. She was born in America, of course, wasn't, but Actually, her mother was born in America too. It was her, 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 her great grandparents came over from Germany in the late 1800s, mm-hmm. and some of the names I was like, "Mom, what in the hell?" Like there were twin boys, and their names were Avalt and Adolf. <laughs> I thought that oh, sounds wow. very. They sound like very serious twins. I'll tell you that. They're think? no fun. Don't, don't invite them to the party. Uh, yeah, don't invite them to They're the out. party. But <laughs> take them off the list. The whole shooting match. But in any case, so uh, yeah. So I, what? Oh, you, what are you looking at now? She's having a ball looking at. By the way, thank you so much 
for all the correspondence this morning. And again, you can call and be on the show too at 952-600-2575. And how do they reach out to you again? Oh, uh, so if you go on the Tom Bernard Show uh, app, on the top left corner, there's a little talk bubble and it messages the show and it comes right to me. We got a lot of opinions about uh, what people want on the show. And one person said, uh, Tim said that you need to do a daily text joke. And he said, I'll start. Great, perfect idea. What's his name? His name's Tim. Okay, I'm going to call it the Timophone. Timophone. And he goes, what's yellow and smells like bananas? A banana? Monkey puke. Oh, God, thank you so much for that. Rudy didn't love it. Rudy did not like the joke. I'm looking in there. He's not even laughing. He's like, nah. Now, the, the gig I had on Saturday night, the bar owner went up in between every comic and did like seven minutes of oh, Oli and no. Lena jokes. Oh, oh no. I bet you it killed them. Uh, oh, oh, it shouldn't they there. It. They sh- it shouldn't kill there because they, you got to watch out. Yes, they loved the And of course, like, of course, all the comics are sitting in the back just going, we spend hours a day on yeah. our craft. Yep. You just get to get up there and tell street <laughs> jokes. That's it. So anyway. <laughs> But I will do the Timophone. If you guys really want to do the Timophone, I'll put away my personal preferences, and we can do. No, you don't. Have, you get to be one of the judges. Yeah, okay. right. yeah. and okay. you can be. You can. Yeah, you can be critical. Okay. I think. What's, what? What do you want to call? It? Not the joke of the day. You want to call it what? Uh, do do uh, A daily text. A daily text a joke. Okay, so we got to come up with a better name than text a joke. Yep, Tim. Sorry, we love your idea. I hate the name. <laughs> <laughs> That's really craft great, it, Brittany. You got to craft well, it. You let... got to take his work and just sort of, you know, I'll... put your own spin to it. Right. I shouldn't even told you about Tim. I should just take these ideas of my own. And go, hey guys, should we do this? <laughs> the and... Brit phone would be the Brit. No, I would. And you can't even use phone anymore because. Yeah. Most people don't even use the word phone for their phone anymore. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll figure this one out, and then we can have a message them in. Okay, tell this joke again one more time. What's yellow and smells like bananas? I don't know. Monkey puke. Monkey puke, really? And, I feel like... and Rudy's in there still. He's like, I, I can't deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. You know who'd there love you that go. is your, your grandkids would love... Fawn would think oh. that's hilarious. Sage would die. He would. There's they no would think that's hilarious. You know, when they were down in Florida hanging out with us for a week down there? Yeah. I don't know what pissed him off, but four-year-old, little sagey, he's already got quite the attitude at four years old, as, I will tell you that. You know, shocking, because, you know, it's not like Alex has any attitude. He was mad about something, and he comes up to us, and it's like, I'm going to go for a walk, and I don't want any of you coming with me. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? <laughs> I'll bring wow. the dog, but you can't come. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, oh, I bet you guys were dying. It was hilarious. That's so funny. Absolutely hilarious. So, okay, so we got our twins game. It's, it's uh, what is it, like a five o'clock start tonight? Is I think it's six it o'clock. It's oh, six Fenway. O'clock. Okay. It's Sonny Gray against Chris Sale, which sounds good. But what's fortunate for the twins is Chris Sale's been bad. That's um, right here, yeah. Yeah, he well, he he missed what last year with an arm issue, and so this is a series in which Tom, I would like to see them score a lot of runs in every game. It's um, Finway, it's a bad agree. Boston team, it's possible, but I, I mean, they scored what nine runs in the first on Thursday. We talked about this, mm-hmm. and eleven runs in that game, and I think if I'm not mistaken, they scored something like seven runs after that. Yes, so, yes, scores them runs. But, you know, two and two with the Yankees, we'll take that every time, won't we? At New York? Yes. 
Yeah, no yes. question about it. Absolutely. It was a great start. So, yeah, we uh, the Twins uh, have the second best. What They're tied with, I think, two other teams for the second best record in the American League. Yep. Of course, you still got uh, the Rays, but the Rays have, what, lost three now. I know. It's, it's remarkable. What's, what's happened? The wheels uh, have come off the Rays. Isn't that amazing? You win all of your games, and then you lose all of your games. <laughs> like That's baseball, though. It's one thing I love about baseball. Yes. Even great teams had horrible stretches. Yes, and Love baseball it. has a weird has a a weird but somehow satisfying way at times of correcting itself. Yeah, you know? it does. It does. You're absolutely right. So the Twins go for three. They're all they're all night games. I think I, I believe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they yes. come home for a is it a day game Friday? No, it's a night game on Friday, With an afternoon game on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, and Washington again is not that good. So. Was Definitely you, games that they can win. Okay, well, let's get it done. So basically, you're talking about six or seven games. Seven games, right? Uh, six games. Six three games. in Boston. Yeah, three in Boston. Three in three against Washington here. And okay. then, if I'm not mistaken, the first part of next week, the Yankees come here. Oh. So that could be fun. So they need to stack up as many wins as they can with the first two clubs, Boston and Washington. And be ready for the Yankees again uh, to win two out of three from them. I mean that that would put them way up front going into May. Man. Oh yeah, yes, really. So would. yeah, so they're they're home for uh, three Friday through Sunday against Washington, Monday through Wednesday three against the Yankees, and then four against Kansas City. So they they are home starting on Friday through the rest of the month. Really? So they have a yes. So That's... they they've got a legitimate chance to. Uh, to start to pull away at least a little bit. Because Cleveland still just won back now. They were foot, uh, two and a half back at one point. Now they just won. Cleveland's pesky. They're just yeah, always they pesky. Cleveland's a good ball club. I get Mike McVeigh, a friend of mine from Cleveland. Every time, well, my team's coming back on you. Last year when they caught us, he was the most ecstatic man on earth because the Twins were leading the division the entire year and then yep. just collapsed at the because of injury, Right. Oh well, yes, that and and look, I I don't think from a pitching standpoint that team was nearly as good as this one. Yes, so, you're right. You're but right. yes, they had a ton of guys hurt. The one thing that I'm a little bit concerned about is since Buxton decided to, and I don't know why, try and take out the White Sox second baseman. That here was last weird. Week. It was really weird. He is 0 for 12 with 10 strikeouts, and yep. I believe his last nine official plate appearances he has struck out. God. Which seems which seems a little bit concerning because that looked like a head thing. I mean, I don't know if he was concussed or not. I don't think so. But that looked that looked bad. And I have no idea why he decided that he... I mean, just, you know, dude, stop. Get tagged. It's one out. No big deal. You're going to have to close the door if he's going to listen to audio out there because it's to, coming I think right... Somebody, yeah, I think there's some talking. Really? But I'll shut it. They're trying. Oh, you know what? Good. They'll both get gunned down before me. What <laughs> <laughs> is wrong with you? If that's the conclusion you're coming to. No, that's not it at all. I'm sure it's very peaceful and nice. But in any case, yeah. So I, I just uh, two to uh, two out of three, two out of three, two out of three works for me, man. Six and one. Yep. Over that nine game set. What, Absolutely. Is the mailman here? I don't know who that was. There's nobody out in the hallway. I think we're haunted. Oh, I You weren't listening to audio? No, he wasn't. No, I wasn't listening to audio. No, there was oh, people God. out in the hallway that were talking. That like, loud? I was like, who are these people? And then I just checked out, and there was nobody out in the hallway. I thought at first, 
Because after I heard your stomach growl, I thought there was construction. So I said, somebody must be on the other side of the wall. Yeah, there's exactly. not. And there's nobody out in the hallway. Spooky. I told Wait you guys. Yeah. What's going on in that building there, Rudy? I don't know. Can you still hear it? No. I don't hear it now, no. All right. So have you guys, while I was gone, did you meet all of our neighbors? No, They're just some of them. huge listeners. Yeah. All of them. They're very big-time listeners up and down this hallway, which is really, really nice. Mm -hmm. Except there's a woman at the very end of the hall. She's probably 90 years old. She's the nicest woman on earth. Tom, I want to ask you a question. Now, I understand you worked over at KQRS for many years. Well, I have a good friend that used to work there. He doesn't work there anymore. Named the biggest prick in the building. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, I know that person. They're uh, just wonderful. No, you just go, you just acknowledge they exist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that person has yeah, a pulse. I know that person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Honest to God. I couldn't tell a 90-year-old woman that, that, that I didn't like her buddy. Right? Did you come close? To telling her I didn't like her buddy. It was really yeah. close, Judd. It I, was I, really I figured close. as much. Yeah, right, that's we, good. We got to take a quick commercial break. My God, the show's just moving along today. No question about it. Be right back. More. Let's go on Judd Zolgad and Brittany and Rudy and some other hunyuk. Right back. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders when your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Ever heard the expression, go with a leader? Why do people say that? I go with a leader because you don't become one unless you're doing something right. And in the world of auto dealerships, that means you can trust they're treating their customers right, their employees right, and must offer value that makes more and more Minnesotans want to come back to do business the right way. The Nissan stores of Walzer Nissan last month were three of the top four leading sellers of Nissans in the entire state. Now, I don't want to say who was number one, because I don't want the guys at Nissan Coon Rapids and Wyzetta to get jealous of Dan Resch in Burnsville. I'm Tom Bernard. My whole family owns and drives Walzer Nissans, and this April you can get 0% financing for 36 months on Rogues and Altimas, plus an additional $500 bonus on any trade-in you make. Even if you have to push it onto the lot, you still get at least 500 bucks on your trade. The leaders of Walzer Nissan Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids do things the right way. The Walzer way. So go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 finance on approved credit. Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport cardholder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com, keyword passport. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, a little news, a little information. We just uh, talked to some, through a few things, right? Trying to dig up a, a like a good bit service. Didn't really care for that. There's another one on there, uh, a song parody called Tax Guy. Is that as good as the uh, first oh, one? Oh, God. Is this? I'm the tax guy. Yeah. Thinking. You let think? Me, uh, maybe. Let's see. You guys want to hear it? Yes. We'll give it a whirl. Maybe this is our bit where yeah. we just test out old bits we haven't heard yet to see if we like them or exactly not. Exactly <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking in the hallway. Okay. Let's do this instead. Okay, here you go. I'm still waiting Touchdown. for your receipts. <laughs> there you go. That's enough. <laughs> Oh my god. Now you complain you pay too much. Tax guy! Cause you pay more than Elon Musk. Tax guy helps you cheat. What did he rhyme Musk with? Uh, cause you, uh, you, oh, you pay too much. Oh, much and Musk. Musk, yeah. That's yeah. a stretch. Yeah. yeah it yeah. wasn't bad, though, you think? I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I'm better than the first thing we played, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. I what? think the ones that we had done, I think they took off so well because they were written about people on the show. Yeah. Mm. People liked the fact that we were giving them the people that they listen to every day instead of just sort of like these blanket statement tax guy stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll work it out. We'll find some good stuff. So, Judd. Yes. What is the so we got basically? Oh, I do want to mention this quickly because you know golf season might come up. I think it's going to be golf season about three months here in uh, Minnesota, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not. Although guys are playing golf already, I've seen them playing golf mm-hmm. when it's like forty degrees and cloudy, baby. God bless them. They're hardy, man. They are they, hardy, no they, question. They don't care. No, they don't care. If I can get out there, I'm going to get out there. A lot of people I know. I mean, a lot of it, and I did it a couple of times when I was younger. Drove down to to Des Moines, Iowa, because it's always about God thirty, forty degrees warmer in Des Moines. Some great golf courses, great restaurants. Those those were fun trips. I remember that. Mm-hmm. You know, so we got to get some of you know some of that action going. Um, the bit thing I like, and even if we have to just put them on and rip the piss out of them, works for me. Yeah. Because some of them are going to be good, I would think, yeah. right? I don't mind just making fun of stuff. I mean, that one wasn't bad. I, I, I said it was good. I liked it. Exactly. So, okay, we're we're getting this, you know, we've been at it two months almost. Now we're getting to the point, well, let's add a little, uh, maybe a contest. Little a little, a little razzle-dazzle. A little razzle-dazzle. You're crafting it. We're crafting the show. Yeah, That's I exactly you're crafting. Right. It works for me. But uh, in any case, so... Uh, I'm still loving the Twins. Twins are in first place, but you know Cleveland's right behind them. There's no doubt yep. about that. So that's I actually think that's good for the Twins because with a big lead um, and maybe a la Tampa Bay right now, they're all of a sudden losing games because they get such a big lead. It's like, yeah, do, do humans not even want to try? If you got such a big lead, it's like I don't even want to try. Forget it. <clears throat> you know what? I think one of the most important things in sports, and it, this translates to all sports too adversity at times yeah so like like in 2019 there was a time do you remember this i think it was in june of that year where the twins were up by like 15 or 12 or some ridiculous Mm -hmm. amount of games and cleveland eventually caught them and i said good that's fantastic they need adversity and yes 
a couple of people like, you're crazy. Why would you want this to be a race? I said, well, for one, it's fun. A race is fun. Mm -hmm. And two, they need adversity. They need things to go wrong. That One of the things that I've always questioned about in sports is if you play a regular season where like very little goes wrong, how prepared are you for the adversity of the playoffs? You know, because yeah, playoffs right. in any sport yep. are nothing but a, it's great, but they're a pain in the ass. They're hard. They're not simple. So in 19, I, I said, I'm glad. Of course, I proved to be wrong because the Twins played the Yankees and went out in three games. And R Randy Dobnik, to this day, I can't understand why, started game two in Yankee Stadium with chance of Uber driver the entire game and fell apart. Indeed. You said uh, Friday's game uh, is a night game? Friday's game is a night game. Although I did see that the, uh, I believe, the game against Kansas City then the next week on Friday, I think it's like a 3.05 start. They're, no, they're going to really? try... They're they're gonna try what I guess they're calling happy hour Friday starts. I love. I might go to that gig. Well, I remember I left you a message to see if you wanted to go, but you of course are all lovey dovey. Ah, uh, yeah, thirtieth anniversary Ooh. this weekend. There it is, baby. Uh -huh. Congratulations! Thank you very much. Thank Th you. It's remarkable. I I cannot believe it's been thirty years just from a starting standpoint. Did you hear me just try to do a really good impression of an old blues singer there? It didn't no. really work out all that well. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just the way life is. What? What do you what? Let's hear it. John Lee Hooker. Okay. That was one of the lines that he used. Do you guys know John Lee Hooker? No. At all? Mm -hmm. So you do. One of the great artists of all time. Hell of a guitar player. Wrote some of the greatest lyrics of all time. And he wrote a song like Kick Hit Four. Hit Kicks You. That's the name of the song. So it, kick hit for Hit Kicks You. And it's about drug addiction. And the thing starts on, he goes, do, 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 do. If you can find it at all, Rudy, to back me up on yeah. that one. But he goes, I went over to a friend's house one time, and my buddy was over there being all lovey-dovey with his wife. <laughs> his, his songs are so great. Uh, dope addicts, dope addicts, you better watch yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> it's phenomenal music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, John Lee Hooker. Hooker and Heat, I think, is the name of the album it was on. I still have the album around somewhere. You still got any old vinyl hanging around the house? Because I do. It's wonderful. I've got a little. I've got a little bit, but have not uh, have not put it on the turntable in years. Me but, either. Yep. But you know what? I miss it. I vinyl was great, man. Vinyl I was fantastic. Could not agree more. I loved. I loved vinyl. It was wonderful. Not sure exactly the spot you're talking about, but this is the song, correct? That Stop. is it. You're gonna love this. Listen to this. Don't And stop swallowing and those pills. <laughs> That needle is too heavy. Your heart can't take it no more. Hey, hey, hey. I know so many young folks is hooked. Is hooked. 
Oh, man. Isn't that wonderful? So good. You know, uh, John Stewart has a great joke where he goes, you know, every every community goes through hardship, but black people were smart enough to make the blues. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. That's a great line. John Lee Hooker was the best in the business. I mean, honestly, God. You and literally, I talked to many people. I never met John Lee Hooker, never even talked to him. But people I know that worked with him said he wasn't kidding when he he sounded that sad. He was really that sad. He would really get his personal emotions involved in it. Because I mean, it sounded like he was about to start crying yeah. in that song, doesn't it? I know yeah. it's so, so smooth. Like his voice is just so good. Oh, when he talks about hanging out with his buddies and going over to meet their wife, and oh god, they all hated him. It was, and also he. He did a song about getting kicked out of his rental house. You got to track it down. Got to come in my house. Try to unlock the door. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, so, it's one of my favorite artists of all. He is one of my favorites of all time. He just got so damn emotional. It was just brilliant, I think, anyway. And the voice was so damn good, too. Yeah. A lot of people come down the street. I, just the greatest of all time. Needles so heavy. Needles so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> the old blues. Are the blues even around anymore? Are there any blues players left anywhere? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of spots. Southern Minnesota's got a place called Blue Bricks. Oh, that really? A great blues bar down Ooh, in Mankato. I love it. And love then, it. been there. Yeah, oh, it's great, isn't it, Judd? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great place. Uh, there's a couple other spots. Every now and again, I have a friend of mine in town that plays backup for a blues player. Oh, really? And they will play the Dakota Jazz Club every now and again. Sure. Yeah, but that is, yeah, you're right. It seems like it's kind of a more and more lost art form because. Well, well, who wants to learn the guitar anymore when you can just go out and get a stupid-ass turntable and a, <laughs> exactly. a laptop and you can become a you know electronic music star? Oh, Johnny, Johnny, I was talking to my wife. She's acting a little funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go lovey-dovey with your wife. Go lovey-dovey with your wife. Honestly, God, listen to more. If you can listen to John Lee, which you can, of course, tune in a little John, John Lee Hooker. It is some of the greatest music, some of the greatest lyrics, and the attitude is all... When he's pissed off, he's pissed off. When he's sad, he's sad. He, there's no phony, no phony emotion with John Lee Hooker. He's amazing. Doesn't it sound like he went into the studio and he was just telling a story? Yeah. Like he literally yeah. is like, I didn't write anything down. I just got to tell you about this thing that happened to me last week. No That's question. the magic of it. Yeah. yeah. It is the magic of it. So he's gone now. I believe John Lee Hooker died a few years ago. I think ago. so. Yeah. We should do that on this show. Just, just anything, die? Just, well, not die. <laughs> That's but coming. Just, yeah. Don't expedite it, Rudy. Yeah. Tom's got the lines today. Yeah, but just, uh, you know, anytime something happens, we just turn it into the blues. You know? yeah, right. I love it. Yeah. You could use that song if you want. Absolutely. That, I love right. that yeah, song. You know, Tom would just be like, I try to go to the twin game with my guy Judd, but he's exactly. spending it with his wife. This yeah. is the loneliest twins game I've had in my life. So I took my parking place. I tried to park. See? I'm sorry. I'm suffering deeply. I'm suffering from anxiety. Talk about your plane ride. Oh, the seven-hour plane ride? That That was a lot of fun. Do a seven-hours blues song with that. Yeah, I could do a seven-hour blues song about a little bumpy at first. (laughs) Then it got real bumpy. (laughs) Like bumpy as your feet. Turbulence. (laughs) The title can be turbulence. It looks perfect. Okay. You're making me cough again. Honest to God. (laughs) We maybe should write some of our own blues songs. I think it's a great idea. It's a great plan. Tom Bernard brings back the blues, your first album. Oh, I got to ask you something, Judd, because I don't know this to be the, the case. Do you know... Where, and I can never remember our quarterback's name for the Vikings. Kirk Cousins. Kirk. There you go. Yep. Kirk Cousins. Yep. Do you know where he lives in the winter? 
Do you have um, an idea? <clears throat> no, I don't. Because I'm. I saw him uh, at uh, this. I won't say where it was, but uh, I saw him at a place down in in uh, Florida. And I said, Catherine, look at that. That's the quarterback for the Vikings. She goes, No, it's not. And I said, yeah, it is. That's the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. She goes, I guarantee you that's not the quarterback for the Vikings. That guy's way too shrimpy. <laughs> oh, well, that's M- him. Yeah, he's not that. Yeah. No, no. he's a tiny guy. Right. I well, mean, and, and he's super, And he's super thin. Yeah, he's very thin. He's way too thin. Yep. So Catherine says, well, why don't you go over and talk to him? I said, no way I'm going to go talk to him. She goes, why not? You talk about him all the time. And I said, yeah, but not in a good way. Yeah, trust me, Catherine. <laughs> exactly right. You don't understand. I have no interest in talking to, to him because he might know what I say. Oh. I feel the same way. It's Although, like that's going to go nowhere. He didn't look like he's a tough guy. I will tell you that. No. No, he's, yeah, I was, he does not. I mean, he's put together, but in a very slender way, I yeah. guess is the best way to yeah. put it. Compact. Uh, compact. There you go. He's compact. We got a message from Ken, and he said, Bernard. Bernard. What about, what about the wild game last night? Come on, man. Well, so you guys got to speak on that. Judd is here with us for that. Thank you for bringing that up. I appreciate it. Look at this teamwork. I said oh, teamwork. You're getting, you're getting uh, uh, advice from people. It's fantastic. So I, I will wrap on this. It was fantastic. It went till 1 a.m. So there's I, either uh, there's either a lot of very tired hockey fans now or or folks who just checked out. Uh, but the Wild won 3-2 in double overtime in a game in, in which Ryan Hartman, who got hurt in the first overtime but continued to play, scored the eventual winning goal, and uh, it was playoff hockey is so much fun. I love it. Playoff hockey is just its so intense. Um, the playoffs themselves are great, and the only thing that trumps the playoffs overtime because they don't have a shootout they don't play three on three they play five on five until somebody wins and it is a uh, for lack of a better term it's a battle of attrition but it was fun um and there's a lot of people who are tired but i'm sure that there were on monday too because of the wolves but the wolves sucked the wild one so Mm -hmm. you'd far prefer to be fatigued after your home team won what do you think of the wild's chances to go anywhere this year I think they've got a better chance than last year because they're yeah. actually they're actually a team that is far more structured and built for the playoffs. Dallas is a better team, like more skilled, more. You talented. mean the former North Stars? The former North Stars. <laughs> you know what? Pardon my French. F them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm still I'm still bitter. I know that was my team. That I was know. my team. So. But um, yeah, no, it was fun. And then game two is Wednesday night. The NBA being. The NBA actually also takes three days off, so the Wolves and Wild are going to play head-to-head on Wednesday, and I know which one I'll be watching. I understand. So what do you think? Can they go anywhere? Um, you know, I think they've got a chance to win a series, and once you win a series in, in hockey, it's pretty damn random. If you're playing well, you don't have injuries, and guys don't get um, – and, and your goaltender plays well, you've got a chance. And Tom, the North Stars – and now that this is a different era, obviously, but in '91, that team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals was awful during the season. That's interesting. And this team's not like this team's good, so I think they've got a, a chance. So yeah, playoff hockey is all about when you get hot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I Absolutely. I suppose mm-hmm. exactly yeah. right. So got to run, but this has uh, been great, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Looking forward to it, pal. Thanks a lot.
All right. Have talk a good to day. Ladies and gentlemen, Score North, Judd Zolgad. Of course, Phil Mackey with us uh, a couple of days a week as well. See, what I like about that is you talk sports, but you mix it in with stuff like John Lee Hooker. Yeah. Now we're talking. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I, I love that whole deal. But I, I, I you know what? I, I think I'm going to do a lot of research at home today because Catherine's not coming home until Sunday, so I can do a lot of research this week. I'm going to go back and try to find some of those old bits that we used to do. Mm-hmm. And look for some new stuff. Because even if it's bad, it's still funny to run the stuff and then do commentary on it, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Are people just afraid to write bits now, Rudy? Are they afraid to get taken to task for making fun of things or people or whatever? For me, I feel like so many people have had their head in an iPhone and an iPad for yeah. so long, they don't know how to write. I think you're 100% mm-hmm. right about that. Yeah. So they just don't know how to write anymore. So is it ever going to come back? I would hope. Yeah. You know, I think right now we're seeing a big surge of my daughter and her friends, very anti-social media kids. They're not, oh, really? Yeah, wow. they don't spend a lot of time. Uh, they like to take, you know, I have a hammock. They like to take the hammock down to the park and put it up in a couple of trees, and they hang out. And I think we're going to see a big spike in a lot of younger generation, these kids coming up that are going to spend way more time outdoors and doing things that are, because it's lame. You know, how do right. you rebel? You know, I don't know if you remember TJ, who used to work at ABC Radio for a long time. He was on 93X. With yeah. us. His yep. parents were like bikers and drug runners. And his only way to rebel was to wear a suit every day to school and get yeah. straight A's. Yeah. And he said it was, yeah, because that's how you do it. You go opposite of your parents. Yeah. So I think we're going to see a, you know, as Shannon was talking about yesterday, ooh, my mom's on Facebook. Gross. Yeah. She doesn't want to do it. So, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So we're going to see a big surgence of this happening in the next few years, I think. Uh, it's going to be interesting, no question. Why don't we take a break here, come back. Love is Blind aired. And now, Brittany's been telling me about this all morning. You know about this as well, Rudy? Yeah, we talked about it a, a little bit yeah, yesterday. but yeah, A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. But now this is a different thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so they actually were able to show the reunion, and they're talking about why doing a live reunion is a terrible idea. Like, ignoring the fact of all the hiccups technology-wise, why a live reunion is not great. We're going to find out right after this word from the Tom Bernard Show. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy, too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product. And I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. 
These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for only 25 bucks, regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. They won't last long, so order now. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. God, I love this, getting this from, uh, from, oh, it's not, I thought it was from a listener. It's from one of our coworkers. I sent Rudy two original bits this morning, fake ad and a song parody. Hey, look at that. They're kicking in. Hmm. I saw that. I'll take, I'll take a look. We can check it for tomorrow. That yeah. not. Sure. Unless, of course, it sucks. Then we can make fun of Pat, too. <laughs> Perfect. And Pat. You both suck. What do you think? We do Perfect. that? Mm-hmm. You guys watch Yellowstone? Uh, no, I don't. I don't either. No. My mom is obsessed with it. Yeah, a lot of people love it. Yeah. I watched the first season. I thought it was okay. I haven't watched it since, but apparently uh, it might be over because Kevin Costner can't get along with the creator. Yeah, he's been. He, what did he say? He wants to know f- film it in a whole week. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do this stuff. I'll finish up the season, but uh, make sure all my parts. We can do it all in one week. And they're like, what? <laughs> You're in every scene. Um, no. You know what's weird about that? He used to call into the morning show over at the queue. Mm-hmm. Nicest guy in the world. Yeah, people. I, yeah, I, I guess he's a bitch to work with, though. I think he, I think he, he just reminds me of somebody who doesn't want to do the same thing every day. I mean, he's, he took, took on the band, that band, yeah, and he does yeah, that. He and, um, but yeah, um, Lori and Julia interviewed him a couple times. They love him. I he's mean, a great guy. Yeah. And I just, he's probably just sick of doing something. Maybe there are new reports of trouble on the set of Yellowstone. And if you're a fan, you don't want to hear this. So-called sources are saying that the show will end after the season, uh, second half of season five, because Kevin Costner just can't get along with the show's creator, Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan is on fire, man. Yeah. That guy writes everything now. I know, it feels like it. But it sounds like it's not Kevin's fault. A so-called insider says, quote, Taylor is the star of his show. He is the most important person on all of his shows. The first half of season five ended in January. There's no word when the second half will air or even if we'll uh, start filming, because those two just cannot get along. But that's a tough call because Kevin Costner's a hell of an actor and does well, but Taylor yeah. Sheridan's a brilliant writer. Yeah. So I don't know. What, what are you going to do with two people that talented who don't get along? They better figure it out because I know Yellowstone fans are diehards. Yeah, like they, they are. want that. Yep. So you f- pay what you need to pay or figure it out. Get a mediator in there because they, they need to get that done. You ever worked with somebody you just couldn't get along with? Yes. Isn't that a bitch? That's absolutely. Yeah, it's really difficult to do that. It's hard. It's hard, especially when they're the type that like just keep poking at you. I no, mean, it's, it's by the way, Rudy, I'm talking about Brittany. Yeah, I, anyway. I know. Yeah, <coughs> moving on. He comes back to the studio. <laughs> back to the studio. And now he's got a problem. Stabbing people with the right in the back. Star of the show, Brittany Arneson. B A. We just call her. <laughs> we just call her B A. That's the whole deal. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. I mean, shoot. Uh, I, I was going to do a... a uh, yeah, you're going to do the Love is Blind story. Love is Blind. Yeah, where the hell is that now? i got to go back and get that. Um, we were I, talking... I, I, I lost it. So we were talking... You guys were talking about it yesterday, that they were having a lot of problems with the... Netflix was doing this reunion right. uh, live. And this show, I, I saw season one, saw a little bit of season two. I didn't watch... I haven't seen this season at all. But it's, it's very 
corny, but like in a fun way. Like I, I think if you like reality TV, you'll like this because it's two people go in a room, they can't see each other, and you talk to a bunch of different people, and you match up, and you you have to agree to get married. And they all, like five of them usually do, and then only like two of them go through with it. So it's a very corny reality show. Um, and Netflix is on this big kick to do live shows now, uh, like the Chris Rock yeah, show that right, they've done exactly. so well. And yep. this one failed miserably. And so um, the first day they weren't able to live stream it. And then they finally got it on and showed the whole thing yesterday um, after the whole fiasco. And the big problem was everybody was saying it was so horribly done. Really? Yes. And then uh, Andy Cohen, who you know from yeah, all yep. the Bravo shows, I mean, yep. you can say what you want about him. The guy knows reality TV and he can mm -hmm. host a reunion like no other. He talked on this, um, on his podcast, saying that reunions, and, and Tom, you would know this too, is that you don't always know where avenue you're going to go down. You got to kind of feel out interviews. Yeah, yep. And reunions are like that on a mass scale. You've got, you know, 10 people there. And they he said, there are hours we cut out where we just go nowhere, where we go, well, that didn't fish up anything. Right. And he said, I would never air a live reunion. And so this was hosted by Vanessa and Nick Lachey, who are not like... They're, they're, they're not veterans of the space. They've been uh, hosting this Love is Blind for maybe maybe three years now. And so by no means have they mastered the craft of hosting a reunion. They said that there was points, um, list, you know, uh, viewers were saying that there were points where these just rambled on and don't even know what they were talking about. Um, just terrible. Really? So, yeah. So I, uh, I think there's a lot of things that you can do that are fun that are live. But uh, I don't think this was a great idea. Said for more than an hour, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, fans of Love is Blind collectively wondered what the F is happening. Long after the highly promoted first ever live reunion of Netflix's hit was supposed to start, I was standing still staring like a chump at an error <laughs> message stating the obvious something was wrong. And the event was delayed. People were confused and angry. Now, this is the, not the first time. This is the second time? No, this is, so the, That's the, the, first this is the first chunk they're talking about. Okay. What, the, the first disaster about it. Yes. Okay. So the interest on Sunday night was high. Netflix told the New York Times last week that more than 30 million subscribers watched season one during the first four weeks of its premiere back in 2020. Season four topped previous seasons, opening weekends in terms of hours watched. People had planned their Sunday nights around this. They organized watch parties. They repeatedly tried to load the show as the wine ran, the wine <laughs> ran low. More than an hour after it was supposed to start, there were still 122,000 people on Instagram live looking for a signal that was still on. But after sitting with a blank screen while Netflix worked out technical problems again, uh, then sleeping on it, I got on with the rest of my life. They said they're just moving on. They, so this failed twice. No. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're still recapping that the first failure. And then oh. later in the article, they talk about how the reunion was just, re, you know, Reductive. The host Nick and uh, Vanessa Lachey awkwardly tiptoed between uh, interrogating cast members for bad behavior while also knowing that they were ultimately on the same team for capitalizing on it. They just talked about this all around. Was a, t you know, in this we're a perfect example. Our show. There are things that go well, right? That you can do digital and live and work well. That whatever. One percent then, of the time. What's that? One percent. Yeah, and then. There's uh, things that you go, yeah, that doesn't need tinkering with. Um, yeah, right. That should not have gone on. Like, that's not, 
that does not work like that. So Netflix really wants to hone this live space. And I would say that they had such great success with uh, uh, Chris Rock, but they really need to figure out what needs to be live and what doesn't. And this fell in completely in yeah. the what doesn't. So the only thing I think I watch live on TV now is sports. I don't think I watch anything else live anymore. I stream everything. I think I don't watch anything live. I, I mean, I, I guess there's the one-offs. I like award shows and I watch oh, those yeah. live. And I know I'm not everyone wants to watch that anyways. But yeah, I don't think I watch anything live. Yeah, even when they do the the Jeffersons live. Remember that? When they were like, there was this whole kick, like, we're oh, going to do the sure. Jeffersons live. We're yep. going to do All in the Family live. Woody yeah. Harrelson is going to be on All in the Family live. I was like, why? Why, why does it need to be live? Just have him do his version and put it out. I don't care that it's live. What is it, like, up the stakes a little bit? Like, what's the difference? You're right. Sports are great to watch live. Everything else, eh, garbage. Even, like, Saturday Night Live, if I yeah. watch that, I watch it the next day because there's so many I want to fast forward through the skits because yeah. they're terrible. Yeah. And so That show has sucked for 30 years. It's been so bad. It's terrible. I know. Once in a while something will hit, you know, like uh, the Alexa skit that we like so much. That was a good bit. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was a really good bit. I honestly but. think they do a lot better... Because that was like a commercial yeah. one with the writing and the editing. Yeah, the digital department of SNL. They always have those three guys that are like the backstage. They're always trying to come up with bits. And then yeah, the yeah, host yeah. shows up and they do a thing together. Yeah. Those guys are the heartbeat of Saturday Night Live right Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is funny? That's yeah. funny, yeah. I saw one the other day that was like, we're going on a road trip. And they were all like, you know, talking about how fun a road trip's going to be. Yes. And there was like a whole song. And then they like talks about how actually terrible when you start thinking about the logistics of a road trip like somebody gets car sick somebody's not yeah, telling them yep. you know when to get off the highway and he's like mm -hmm. oh so you missed it again you know it was pretty funny so that is the deal though yeah i yeah i don't know that's a tough road to hoe that live stuff i mean this show is this we recorded this like two years ago yeah yeah <laughs> like throw that out there yep. just because the news was yes. current i don't know how that happened we but, guess a lot yeah. and sometimes we guess wrong you know <laughs> yes yeah we just guess what's in the news what's, what's going to be in the news in two years i guess i'm just looking at the the, the headlines and some of the some of the uh, stories this morning a lot you know one thing i think today and maybe it's just a one-day deal they've stayed away from ripping the piss out of everyone in the national news so that's good oh that's nice uh there's no one seems to be happy with bud's new ad mm -hmm. i thought the new ad was the horses i don't know the i don't ad, know i haven't seen the new ad yet uh, i have seen a lot of great uh, comedic content all around bud light as of recent like i saw a guy the other day go uh, it's like a big hillbilly guy, mm -hmm. and he's like, "I don't know what you guys are talking about. I've been drinking Bud Light for I've been drinking Bud Light for 20 years, and this stuff doesn't make you gay, okay? I love me some Bud Light." And then he takes the bottle and he shoves the whole bottle into his mouth. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh man! Oh, here That's it is. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. No one seems to be happy with Bud's new ad. Beer Giants promo ticks off the right and the left after controversy around transgender influencer. I. I just, that doesn't bother me. I don't give a rat's ass who drinks Bud Light. Do you care who drinks Bud Light? No. No. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I was not a Bud Light drinker when I used to drink. Uh, I used to drink some beer once in a while. I'll enjoy drinking some beer. But uh, look, I, I don't know if it was a good idea to do it in the first place. But secondly, I don't give a rat's ass 
if what transgender people do, live your life, yeah. right? Yeah, and I, you know, I've we've had some emails, people have messaged in, and and you know, every, most people agree with you, Tom. I think when people, I'm just echoing what our listeners have written us is that like everybody says, yeah, I just don't want people to shove anything down my throat. That's exactly the problem. Exactly, Brittany. and 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 100%. I think, yeah, and I that's I I think that we all agree and. Everyone says, don't tell me how to raise my kids. Don't tell me how to this yep. and that. Tell, don't, you know, stay in your lane. But I think for the most part, our listeners are like, yeah, we don't, we don't care about if you're going to throw somebody in an ad. Just don't Who tell me cares? how to live. Yeah. I don't have to buy Bud Light because I, or not buy Bud Light because there's this, I don't care about that stuff. No. But again, I will be honest with you, and I've talked about this before, uh, my family knows Four or five transgender people. You, at an early age, I think you talked about your, yeah. your mom being very, like, that is what it is. And that was very progressive yeah, with, back then. With, what the hell was her name again? Christine Jorgensen. Yeah. I asked her about that when I was a little, little kid. And she sat down and just said, well, this is what happened and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, my mother said, and don't shove that beer bottle so far down your throat. <laughs> you're only Tom, seven years pay old. Pay attention. Quit <laughs> doing whatever you're doing to that beer bottle. You're only sir. seven years old. Cut that out. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, everybody, honestly, God, have a great day. But seriously, if we can get away from this just torturing everyone to death, shut the hell up and enjoy your life, right? Yeah, drink a Bud Light at or not, but it's 10 a.m., so also look in the mirror. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, booze hound. <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye, Tom.